1: Y'all, here, buckle up. What are we on?
0: Twenty to twenty-five.
1: Okay, so something that I left out from fifteen to twenty is that I started dating someone that was crazy. mm, He wasn't crazy. That was the that was the high school boyfriend. But no, um, it's someone that I very much thought that I was going to marry, and we dated until I was about twenty-one. Yes. So this was military mm. there's nothing wrong with it like thank you like genuinely thank you for your service yes it's not a life for everyone no. and it's not um, it, it takes a lot to be with someone and if you're not born into it yes and you're not totally born into different. it it's just a lot to adjust to yes. and a lot of things happen where trust was very tested and Anyway, that so was
0: before texting and FaceTime existed.
1: It was before FaceTime existed, definitely. And I was still texting on like ABCD. V C D. Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> like Could so, you imagine? I know. But <laughs> like, um far we come. I know. So, yeah, so that happened. Yeah, we broke up. It was really crushing. It it changed me a lot as a person, but as I was telling you earlier, like, I'm so glad that that happened. Yes. So if you're going through a breakup right now or if you're not sure where life is taking you or just something just, like, crushing or you think that your world is crushed has happened to you, it's okay. Take, take the time to be sad. Take the time to heal. You don't have to wake up tomorrow and be 100% okay, but you will wake up someday, and you will be okay.
0: Someday is the key. Yes, just... Wake up!
1: Keep going and you will be okay. And when you look back on your life, you'll be like, wow, everything happens for a reason. It really does. So yes, that happened. And it really kind of lit a fire in me to, because he didn't believe in me on a lot of things. He didn't believe I could do a lot of things. He didn't believe that I could live on my own. He didn't like, and so I was like, I'm going to freaking show you. And I did. And so I, um,
0: I'll show you.
1: Yeah, I and I was working in events at the time, and I decided to go to Belmont and take a course in events to get like certified. Which you don't have to be certified, but I was young, I didn't, I didn't know, so I thought that that was going to be great for me, and it was. It was a good experience. Um, so I was still working for the company that I was working with when I was eighteen. So I worked with them for four to five years, it was kind of on and off because my boyfriend worked there too. And when we, yeah, when we broke up, I decided to go somewhere else. But then when he went to boot camp, I um, I was good friends with my boss, who is the owner's wife. I mean, she's owner too, but um, we had already had plans for me to come back. So after he went to boot camp, I came back. Um, and I left because I just felt like I had reached the yeah, peak. It. Yeah, I had yeah. reached the peak of growth within that company, and I just wanted to know what else I could do. And I had like plans that, like I, I was over like the events in that business, and it, we did like event rentals. It was a small business, um, and. I would help so many like more like DIY brides like really figure out what they needed for their wedding. Like they didn't know anything. Do it yourself. Yeah, and so and Not I really I really loved being a part of that. And so I had a goal that I wanted to plan weddings. <laughs> Splash. That I wanted to plan weddings. And Surprise. so yeah, and so I <laughs> quick like turn of events. I, I had done Catering, I had worked for one caterer, I won't speak their name. That was a horrible experience. That is the only job I've walked off of. Um, But then you also
0: worked for a a lovely caterer.
1: I did. And that is why I knew the difference is because the way that they operated versus how this other company operated, it was night and day. Um, And they were great, and I still love them. Um, We love them, but then after that, I was like, okay, I need to get a real job. There's more. I was like, I need to do something that's actually like a real job, a job, and like a career. So I went to dental school.
0: (laughs) This is where we insert the TikTok of nose. Yeah, we don't know yet.
1: We gotta learn it. (laughs) I went to dental school and I worked in a pharmacy. And I know a, I know what a lot. He knows a lot of shit. I know a lot about pharmaceuticals. Yep. And it was the most boring job I've ever had. Angela's taking a pause to go get her drink. Go, go, go! <laughs> I can't. So yeah, so I went to dental school. I sat in on a few surgeries. Well, actually, quite a few surgeries, and I realized that people don't take care of their teeth like I do. And a lot of that comes down to genetics, so it's, you know, understandable. But I just quickly was like, yeah, no, I don't want to do this. And then I started looking for jobs in the in events in Nashville. And um, I interviewed at a lot of places for whatever reason, and, you know, everything happens for a reason. Um, it took a while. And then... Um, I interviewed with Angela, and it was for an internship, and I was not in school, but I saw the value in the internship, and, um, and yeah, I got it. It was like, I, I interviewed in January, and my internship was in August. It was a long wait. Yeah, but I was like...
0: You understand now.
1: I was kind of like, okay, well... <clears throat> I'll, it's like it an eight month. I'll do what I can in between that. So I started working at the Nashville Ballet, at the school.
0: Lovely venue.
1: Um. Yeah, and I did a lot of ballet buns for our students. What does
0: that mean? Like do their hair like
1: put their hair up. Like really? I had so many little girls come in and be like, my mom couldn't do my bun today, and I'm like, get in line.
0: Oh my god, but that would have been the best TikTok channel.
1: It yeah, it probably would have been. I mean, they were kids, so I don't know if I. I would have to get their parents permission for that but
0: <laughs> see where her head goes like where it should and yeah I'm like over here like Lana let me take a video yeah
1: <laughs> but I worked in the school and I like oversaw like the the kids and um sometimes if there wasn't like an instructor and I would sub like the littles which are like two they're so cute so cute they're so cute Tiny um tux. yeah they're so cute. One time, they were playing fight song, and it was a bunch of like little two and three year olds just like screaming it at the top of their lungs. It was so like, cute. This is my fight song. Yeah, it was Take so back. cute. I really did love that job. It I was love that song. it was really great. But yeah, I was twenty three at that time, and yeah, and I interned with Angela during that time, and that's when we were like back to back to back with weddings. So every weekend from August through September, we had multiple events. And no, we
0: didn't spend a lot of time together. I think you yeah. spent more time with Allison. I don't feel like I spent time with either one of you, honestly. Really?
1: Yeah. Is, <laughs> I just we, feel what, like what we, we doing? had, I just feel like we had so much going on. Yeah, like it was just a lot. Just normal. But um, in that time frame, I, and this is a more personal, I mean, it's all personal, but um, I've got many fun little diseases and allergies and like just things so in that time frame I was in a lot of pain because I have a genetic skin disorder that I was trying to figure out what it was during that time frame and that I I was basically I felt like a lab rat for like months yeah she didn't know any of this and I basically like my skin was so bad
0: I but hold on y'all it's like July August okay we have outdoor weddings yeah and I have no idea any of this is going on and and
1: the the disorder is like triggered by like sweat and friction and heat and like I was just like I'm gonna power through this like I'm just gonna uh, nobody has to know and I was also just really like insecure about it at the time
0: yeah um but if I would have known I would have put you at another wedding with air conditioning you see yeah but you know and she didn't know that my skin freaks out too yeah I'm allergic to everything too because she didn't know that so see how communication just helps sometimes
1: but i was seeing a doctor at the time that like nobody nobody knows what this is like basically like whenever i tell somebody about it they're like oh my god what is that and i have a whole stack of papers that are like genetic testing and like all this stuff about the chromosomes and like all these things because it's on a cellular level um my mom has it and she didn't know that she had it but it's like it's a dominant gene so if one parent has it you can't most likely, your yeah. Most likely, your child is going to have it. So, so basically, like I had been seeing so many doctors, and like nobody knew what it was, and like getting like biopsies and this and that, and try this medicine and try this, and it was just making it so much worse. That. Yeah, that's what it felt like. Yeah. And then I went and got genetically tested at Vanderbilt. Um, interestingly enough, they have to do it through the Children's Hospital because they don't offer it anywhere else. I guess because it's genetics. Yeah. Um, makes sense. And so. After, or maybe it was towards the end of my internship with you, I saw the doctor that I see now, who is amazing and incredible, and she has genuinely changed my life, and I was so amazed because I was so ready to walk in there with my stack of papers about the genetics, and and, um, this is a long story, so short, but basically she walked in, and I was like, I have this, and she's like, I know exactly what that is. And she, she studied up in Boston, and they had a patient who had that. And there's, of course, because of HIPAA, they can't tell us who it is, but um, there's one other patient in Nashville who has it other than me and my mom um, that is at their practice. And I just remember, like, no one had taken the time. She, like, swabbed my skin, and it came back that I had, like, a super bad staph infection, and I had been working <laughs> through this internship with like a wicked bad No dad. clue. Yeah. No idea. Like super bad staph infection.
0: I come from healthcare. I know what these things are. And yeah. you should not be at work.
1: Yeah. Period.
0: The end. And like I
1: didn't know why I was so exhausted and like just felt so ugh and like and the fact that like nobody else had thought to do that and that was the first thing she thought to do and then she like put me on a regimen to like it's one of those things where it's chronic. It's never going to get better but I can manage she she has given me an opportunity to enjoy life like before that i was not enjoying life like in the summertime i would not go outside yeah like i I was i was so just like miserable and i was so young like i was 23 and it was even like 22 and like before that and like it not only made my life better my mom started seeing that doctor it made her life so much better so that was a super life-changing thing that happened in 20 to 25 is that i did that absolutely And um, I I just remember after she left the room, my mom went to that appointment with me. I just started crying. I was like, oh my God, somebody took the time. Like, I was just like, wow. And so she absolutely changed my life. And then, yeah, so my internship was up and you asked me what I was gonna be doing. I'm like, oh, I don't know. Like, I'm gonna go visit my family. And um, I was still working at the ballet at the time, but I had interviews lined up because I, I had like intended um, my cousin had had a baby. My cousin and I are very close. Um, She's like your sister. She is, yeah, like yes. Very, very close. That and close. so, um, yeah, she had just had this baby within the last year. I mean, this baby. Owen. Um, Owen. Owen. Um, and I really wanted to be there for her. It was hard to be, and I'm his godparent. It was hard to be, and it still is, hard to be so, so far fun. away. Um, And I wanted to be such a part of his life. As far as India, though. True. But um, yeah, so I had these interviews lined up because I had intended to move to Boston. Move. And like, my entire family thought that I was crazy. Mm -hmm. Like,
0: where are we in our lifeline days?
1: I think that you're on 20 to 25.
0: Okay, we're taking family pictures up here.
1: Just gonna become their like certified travel photographer. Oh. No. Not really.
0: Let's see. I graduated college. I lived in Pensacola, Florida on the beach in my uncle's condo. I thought I was gonna be so cool. I live on the beach. But what I didn't know is there was gonna be sand. Oh my god, I almost oh dropped my. our fucking last microphone in the water. GD. So bad. Oh my God! Is this backdrop real or is it fake? It looks fake. Oh. Awesome. I I kind of feel like I'm Titanic right now, like on the front of a boat. It's <laughs>
1: <That's why> I- <laughs> <I>, too it-
0: <laughs> You can sing, I cannot.
1: In that chain, I'm just being silly. Okay. Celine Dion.
0: Her voice, let me tell you, she's incredible. Um. Yeah, I graduated college, I was dating this guy, we worked at a bar, we worked at Silverado's, Southside Boogie Bungalow, free beer till 11, hot bodies contest, and wet t-shirt contest on Sunday nights. Ooh, much more exciting, 20 to 25 than me. Oh my god, y'all, listen, I had so many jobs, like, not that my parents ever told me to work, it was just like, things that I did, it was like relationships that I built, and So I would teach gymnastics, I would work at the cooker, I would also work at the morgue, and then I also worked at Silverado's, like in the summers, I would come home from college and like make my spring break money, and God, so much happened, but I got engaged, and I got married, what was I thinking, what, like, what were my parents just it was more their wedding than it was mine, which was fine. My uncle made my, like a lot of my, did all the flowers, made like my dresses. The girls were like, every, it was just like this big production. And I had this notebook. And the deacon at the church was like, you know, you'd be be a really good wedding planner. And, you know, they my parents did like funeral events. Do you feel that below us? Like what's what's happening below show. us right now? Okay. <clears throat> I kind of felt like the deck was not really even. Yeah, like, is it going to fall?
1: Yeah, just want
0: to clarify real quick. Actually, if it was on video, it would be funny. Uh, I don't think it would be funny. I don't really know how deep this is. Maybe our stuff would not be in the cloud. Anyway, so yeah, I got married. And like, I don't know. Like, I still taught gymnastics. I came back. I worked at Baptist Hospital. Uh, she was born. Really? Yeah.
1: Oh, she was born. I was born at Baptist Hospital. It no longer exists.
0: So sweet now it's called Midtown because they like went through some sales and acquisitions anyway so my friend Sam Kirby works in HR there and she's like there's this job at the HIV like AIDS clinic and there's like a position open for someone who was on maternity leave and so I worked in infectious disease and I learned a lot of really kind of insane things like gerbiline and no. Just like things that. Don't Google that. Yeah, don't. Or if you do, do it in an incognito don't window. It. My knee is. Hold on. My knee is like, sorry. It's. Oh.
1: I, my posture
0: sucks. My, right. my posture is really that? bad too. It's, oh, it's your foot. Yeah, this is my foot because my knee hurts really bad, so I'm straightening it out. Anyway. I wish I could tell one story without getting sidetracked. Um. <clears throat> What was I saying? You were talking
1: about dribbling for some
0: reason. Oh, my God. Yeah, at the ACE clinic. And then they, like, wanted to take my hours to part-time. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm a college. I just graduated from college. Like, I need to work full-time. And I still taught gymnastics because I just loved it. And then somehow I got roped in to, like, decorating for weddings at the Catholic church, at our at our family's church. Were all the so. weddings at the church? Yeah, they were all at the church, and then they had like a hall, like a reception center. And so, for fun, it, that was going on, I guess I was like 22, 23 years old, yeah? And um, and then people that were in the weddings, like bridesmaids and grooms, mainly bridesmaids, they are like, I'm not Catholic, or I'm not getting married here, but can you come help organize or decorate over here? And it was just all through word of mouth. Like, we didn't charge anything, we didn't have a business. And then... I, my uncle, I was like, oh, people are asking this and that. And he's like, Angela, you really need to get a business license. And like, you need to pay taxes. And like, there's just all these things like owning all a business. Smart things. Yeah, but the like, smart things. No, I didn't go to business school, right? I went to school to be a psychologist. I worked in mental health. Um, I also worked at a mental hospital for a year. Actually, I worked at a mental hospital in Pensacola bef- a year before I worked in the AIDS clinic. I think I skipped that whole part. And I really learned a lot about just people in different age generations and things like that because we rotated from like the partial unit, meaning people were stable enough to come to therapy, but they were not suicidal so they could go home in the evenings. And then there was the lockdown unit. And then there was the adolescence unit, which honestly, most of the kids, none of those kids had a disability. They weren't um, mentally ill. They were in the state's custody because their parents were on drugs they just weren't involved and it was so sad because those kids were lumped with the other kids and you know some of the things at the mental hospital really changed me and taught me like about a lot about people like two very spe- specific incidences was like this lady named we'll call her jane that was her name but um <laughs> jane it's
1: not really an alias when
0: you use her name <laughs> jane lived in florida and like i just didn't understand right because like you study things in the book and then you get like, in person, and it's just, like, not real life, you know, and, like...
1: Well, because everything's so, like, situational, right? Like, no
0: no person is the same, no situation is the same. No, and, like, everyone has different things and different... Anyway, so, like, these people come in and, like, you know, I'm just... In my head, I'm like, what is wrong with you? Like, your husband is beautiful, your daughter is beautiful, your uh life just seems so perfect like you have a nice car and like she shared pictures and things like a nice house and things like that and I just didn't understand I'm like what is your problem like you have plenty of money you know I, it's like I almost didn't like grasp the situation yeah. of like really what was happening so I worked with her for almost. she was in like one of my groups for almost six months and then she had an episode over the weekend where she tried to commit suicide and so she was put impatient, and I went upstairs, and impatient, you know, I'm like, Miss Jane, like, you know, my job was, like, to try to figure out, like, what were you thinking, what were you feeling, you know, those kind, and, like, chart it all out, right, like, write it down on a chart, oh, my God, and that's when EMR was created, and EMR, well, I'll finish this other story first, and she didn't remember who I was, y'all, I'm like, what were you thinking, and she was like, I'm sorry, who are you? And it's like, she was so sick in the head, like she genuinely didn't remember. And that's when it hit me. And I'm like, you know what, I'm not I'm not cut out for this. I can't do this. Like I, I felt so like empty and non-important because I thought that like we were making progress together. I mean, I was like 20 years old, but come on. Um, I don't know, it just, I cried so hard. I called my parents that night. I was like, I'm moving home, I'm quitting. Like, it's terrible. And then this little kid, this six-year-old, that was screaming at the psychologist that I was studying under, and his mom was like on meth, and he yelled and said, "If you take my mommy, if you take me away from my mama, I will kill you. I will find out where you live and I will kill you." And this child was like six years old, this little boy, and I'm like, "Wow, I gotta, I can't do this. I, I'm not cut out for this." And so that's when I moved back home and then I worked at the AIDS clinic and then I worked in joint commission and the wedding business was really picking up and like just by word of mouth. And so I got a business license and uh, joined a professional organization and I think there was like 30 people in it at the time and now it's like 300 and something people, tweeza. And just started networking. And then I started doing some, like, really good high-end weddings at good venues. And people were like, oh, shit, you're actually not crazy. Like, you're actually fun, and you know what you're doing. And I'm like, yeah, it's just for fun. Like, you know, I kind of grew up around it. And just one thing led to another. And it really, really, I would say right around when I was, like, around 25, it was really out of control. And out of control to where, like, my husband got deployed to Iraq. Like, I didn't... It, it was just such a foreign time for me. And then while he's gone, it's like, I'm working at the hospital. I'm teaching gymnastics. I grow this massive business. And he doesn't even know who I am. And, like, FaceTime and Zoom and texting and, like, all that shit didn't exist back then. And even if it did, he was on special operations. I don't think that he would have been able to, like, call me and, like, chat. <laughs> like, it was just... it was It was so crazy. So... I put up a big wall, um, and there's so many other things that happen, you know, before I was 25. But that's when I started to really understand. Like, I'm married to someone that has no clue who I am, and this isn't going to work. Um, you know, so I was very just detached. So when people are like, "Oh, have you been married?" I'm like, "Well, kind of, but I don't really." call it or or, a real marriage um you know it was just you don't know who you are at least until you're at least 30 but i think that brings me
1: i I think i know why
0: but you're very mature and see what sets the the tone for you and your foundation is the way you were brought up by your parents your morals your values the situations the hard times the hard times And the sad times that you go through and like how your parents guide you and teach you to make the best out of it no matter what and don't use it as a crutch and it shapes you into who you are period like there's some people like if we're interviewing if i'm interviewing someone i'm like what's the hardest thing that you've ever had to go through and then they're like some of the the answers that people say, even in business, if if we're going to coach or be consultants for someone, it's like, what's the hardest thing that's ever happened to you in business? Because basically how they respond or how they react tells you if they're actually ready for a consultant or not, because you have to feel that pain first. Like there's some really fucked up bad shit that has happened to me, but I don't view it that way. I view it as a lesson in disguise because everything happens for a reason and it made me a smarter business owner and it never will happen again ever 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 so that wraps that that brings us to 25 that's it for this week's episode of business unveiled now that you have all the tools that you need to conquer the world and gsd get shit done would you share this with your friends and fellow business leaders One thing that would really, really help us and help new listeners is for you to rate the show and leave a comment in Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you tune in and listen to Business Unveiled. You can check out the show notes at angelaprofit.com slash podcast and link up with us on social media so you can share your biggest insights and I want to know your aha moments.